Hey, are you hoping to live a really long time? What can we learn from so-called super agers like Betty White, where they not only live long, but they're super sharp all the way to the end? Hmm. Well, a super ager is someone who's 80 or over, but their memory is as good as those who are 20 or 30 years younger, if not better. Here's what they found. Super agers are resilient. Many have endured hardships like extreme poverty, losing family at an early age. Maybe even they endured the Holocaust. They have strong, positive social relationships, and they love to keep up with what young people in their lives are into. Instead of being pessimistic about aging, uh, do what's in your control, like eating healthy, including fiber-rich foods and nuts, exercise your body, challenge your brain, and stay connected to family and friends. And the results are you're probably going to live a really long time. I like it when they have, like, I don't know, a nun in France. She's 109. Mm -hmm. What's your secret? I have a cigar and a shot of whiskey <laughs> for breakfast every morning. <laughs> You're like, what? <laughs> right? That every a lot. every yeah. day without fail since I was four, my parents would give me a cigar and a shot of whiskey. And you're like, no way. Genetics are powerful. <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> so funny that we're talking about super agers today on the show because I was on an airplane the other day. And of all people, Zac Efron has a travel show, mm -hmm. and he went to those areas of the world where people live the longest. I'll mm. tell you what I learned next. So it's funny what you'll watch on an airplane because you're just kind of like, bored, oh, <laughs> killing time. And I had a pretty short flight because I was uh, going to my niece's wedding. So I'm like, oh, what can I watch? And my husband started watching, apparently, of all people, Zac Efron has a new Netflix special travel show called Down to Earth. I have and heard of that. Yeah. Uh, it was really Travels good. Travels all over the world, right? Yeah, he went to um, he went to uh, Italy to Sardinia, this island in Italy, where they have more people that live past one hundred than anywhere else in the world. Huh, what did he find and out? And they wanted to figure out like what is the key, what is the deal with these super agers that are really sharp as attack mentally? It's the pasta. There's no Alzheimer's. <laughs> you know what? You, there's something to that. Believe no it or kidding. Not. Yeah. So it's a, you got to look at it all. You, they have very low stress lifestyles. They interviewed this one guy who's 103. And by the way, he lost his wife three years ago. He still chokes up missing her. Aww. He said, God took my wife home, but I still miss her, but I still want to live. And he just, his eyes brim with tears. It was mm. the sweetest thing. Well, he walks three times a day. And in the little town where he lives in Italy... There, it's steps and hills the whole time. Mm. And so activity, being social, and then the other big thing about them in Sardinia, Italy, is they basically eat farm to table. They grow their food. They have a, the biggest uh, population of sheep and goats. And so they'll eat like um, homemade pasta that they make with mm -hmm. some of the goat's cheese. Huh. Um, and But their level of protein, how much protein is in their diet, is scarce compared to what we eat here in the United States. Huh. Like a minimum. And they eat bread. They eat pasta. They eat this really thin bread that's made in a, a wood fire oven. Mm -hmm. And it's almost like crisp. And I guess it lasts forever. Okay, you're making everyone, everyone's it. going to Olive Garden for lunch now. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Kev, it's so fun to see my nieces and nephews grow up. I have 11 of them. And usually as the adults, we're used to doing, doing, doing for them. Right. Well, the roles were reversed recently. Mm. I can't wait to tell you about this next.
So with my 11 nieces and nephews and all their parents and, and their grandmother and then me and Glenn as the aunt and uncle, we're used to doing, doing, doing for them. Right. Well, the other day the roles were reversed and it was so sweet. Uh, my niece, Laura, uh, took a little break from her nursing school and decided to go visit her grandma because mm-hmm. it's only like a two hour drive across the okay. state of Florida. And my sister sent me a text. She had gotten up early and went and surprised my mom with one of her favorite treats right down the street is a famous place called Jupiter Donuts. Mm. And my mom's favorite is the maple bacon donut. It's got Ooh, real bacon on top. That does sound good. And she just like <laughs> spontaneously decided to surprise her Grammy. And I thought that was Aww, the sweetest thing. That is sweet. Okay, so the big story at the movies from uh, from the summer would be Barbie, right? The Barbie movie. And probably followed by Oppenheimer. They mm-hmm. both came out about the same time. They were a huge success. Um, well, you can imagine if your name is Barbie, you probably have been the the punchline of some jokes this summer. But wait, do you hear about this one woman's experience about how those two movies have made her life a little difficult? Her name is Barbie Oppenheimer. Yes. Had you heard about her? No, but I could tell from your tease. Yeah, that is what her are legit the chances? name. Yeah, no yeah, yeah. way. <laughs> and she says like she's a retired professor from Boston University. And that is her legit name. So she was like checking wow. into a hotel and they said, uh, you know, name, please. And she said, Barbie Oppenheimer. And the guy looked at her and said, yeah, right. Name, please. <laughs> <laughs> That's so awkward. That's she, hilarious. What are she the chances? came up with the best line. She said, yeah, I'm the bombshell and the bomb. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Kevin likes to tease me. It's no secret because I mountain bike. I trail run. I on vacation. I'll go cross country skiing. And there's been some injuries. Yeah, it's not a matter of if, (laughs) but when. (laughs) I always say it's just part of the sports. That just Mm. happens. Things Mm. happen, especially (laughs) tripping over rocks and roots when you're trail running. Well, anyway, there's someone in our lives, Kev, we used to work with this person. She no longer works here at the radio station. And she has created equal danger with a different sport. And it is pickleball first she was on social media because she broke her wrist she went for a ball and fell broke mm-hmm. her wrist now she's on she's on instagram again today her lip is 10 times bigger than normal her her partner not her husband thankfully but her pickleball partner she got it in the face with a paddle oh so i think that sport is like yeah. so much more dangerous than mountain biking so you're talking about getting hurt and getting injured when you're playing sports or doing activities. There was a time in my life where I got ribbed a little bit for being a little bit accident prone. Oh, so really? yeah, I'll, I'll share that in a minute. Oh, I am so blown. I never knew you were ever accused or teased for being accident prone. Mm-hmm. I've never heard this. Right. It's way back when I first started road cycling and I upgraded to having clip in shoes. Like if you aren't familiar with road cycling, you clip in just like mm-hmm. ski boots. You're locked into those pedals. Yeah. And learning to clip out, it can be difficult. And I can remember going on rides and I'd come home with skin knees because I couldn't <gasps> clip out in time and I'd oh. fall over. So much so that the first time I came home with no injuries, my daughters, who were very young at the time, went, Daddy, you didn't fall. Wow. I do not remember that. That Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, it's been a long time ago now. Now it's like, you know, second nature. But then not so much. Okay, so it's very hard for me to surprise Kevin about anything factual about art because you read all these novels that are art based um, hmm. So I'll see if I can surprise you with this one, but I have okay. a feeling you're going to guess it. I'll tell you about it in just a minute.
Okay, so it's hard for me to surprise Kevin with anything factual about art because he loves reading all these art novels. Are you novels. accusing me of being artsy-fartsy? <laughs> yes. Emphasis on the fartsy. <laughs> and um, I love Impressionist paintings. I have them all over my house. I have Monet, Renoir. Renoir is mm-hmm. my favorite. Okay. Well, I didn't know what inspired Monet to start the Impressionist movement. And I'm sure you know the answer to this, but I was today years old when I learned No, I it. don't know. You don't know? No, what was it? It was... Learn me, educate me. Air pollution in London. Huh. From all the steam engines, steam trains, all the things that were going on, boats. It created this haze in the air, and it created this artistic spark in him. Hmm. And from then on, that's how he preferred to paint. Wow. And Impressionism was born. No kidding. All because of air pollution. Huh. <laughs> Who knew? So you're talking about Monet. Um, we had the fortunate experience of taking a YOLO trip with my daughters to Paris, and we visited Monet's home, which is way outside of Paris. It's like a, a 40 or 50 minute bus ride. We spent the day with Monet, and if you're a fan of him and like the water lilies painting, very famous painting. It's yeah. like a pond with water lilies, and it's, it's ginormous. It is. It's huge, and I think it was on tour for a while. But anyhow, um, everyone's familiar with that painting. But uh, I don't know if you you know he was going blind while he painted the water lilies, which is why it looks the way that it does. Hmm. And then when we got to spend the day at the Monet Gardens and see the actual pond that he painted. It's yes, the painting is impressionistic, but it's incredibly realistic too. When you stand there, you're like, "Oh, okay, I can see how how he came up with that." That's it's really, neat. it's really something. You feel like you're stepping into a painting when That's you stand awesome. there, right where he did. The I painting. have one little sliver of water lilies in my kitchen, yeah, but it's such a ginormous. It's like three giant wall yeah, size massive paintings. Mm-hmm. So all I could have is one little sliver in my kitchen. <laughs> So the other day I saw a funny meme. If anyone tries to break into my house, they'll trip over all my kids' shoes and die. <laughs> the end. And it reminded me of, um, this is kind of embarrassing. I, when you let your hair down with people, have you ever noticed what, you never know what's going to suddenly strike you and make you all verklempt, like yeah. talk amongst yourselves. Okay. So there was a friend of mine and I was trying to convince her like, no, 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 come stay with us one night on your way to your cabin. We would love to have you. And he, she's like, no, because each of our daughters are going to have a friend with them, and that's just too much. It's going to be chaos in your house. And I was trying to tell her, like, listen, I don't view that as chaos. It's joy. It is pure joy for mm. me as someone who was not able to have children to have a house full of kids. It makes me super happy. And I started to go, like, like last time you all came, and I saw all your shoes by the door. And I, <laughs> I'm not kidding, Kev. I went, it just... It made me wonder what it would be like to have a house full of kids. And I like it was I was so embarrassed, but it was just real emotion, Mm. that raw emotion that comes out sometimes when you you least expect it. So for those of you who have kids, share your kids with your friends who don't because (laughs) you might think, Oh, they like a pristine house and no children around. Mm. It's the exact opposite. We love having kids over. Hard to believe this, but it's been about a year since Queen Elizabeth passed away. Oh, wow. Yeah, been a whole year already. And people did something pretty unique to mark her passing. I don't know if you've heard about this, but it was pretty cool. We'll talk about it next. Okay, so it's been just about a year since Queen Elizabeth uh, passed away. And uh, people did something pretty cool to honor her at Buckingham Palace. Yeah. They had a parade of corgis. 
Oh. People that owned corgis came and they dressed them in like Scottish tartan because, you know, she was fond of visiting yeah. the Scottish Highlands and, and they had a parade and they were like, you know, she's no longer with us, but we felt like this was a, a great way to honor her spirit and how much of an impact she had with her life I on people. I love stuff Isn't like that, cool? that. Like when we had two Scottish Terriers, mm-hmm. one of our listeners kept begging us to come to this Scottish Terrier event. Yeah. And we wanted to go so bad, but we were afraid ours would behave so poorly. <laughs> but then like recently they had like a hundred golden retrievers. Mm-hmm. Together. Yeah, it we've taken our greyhounds to greyhound thing. events, and it's it's neat to see them. It's almost like they recognize, oh, these are my people, or, or these are my dogs, my yeah. breed. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Facebook memories. Oh my gosh, they will melt your heart when your kids get older. I'll tell you what came up in my Facebook memories, Taylor, in just a minute. Okay, so Facebook memories, when your kids start getting older and those pictures of them when they were little start popping up, you're just like, oh, where did the time go? Oh, yeah. And uh, my son, who is now, you know, a grown man, a picture of him came up when he was probably about seven years old uh, and he has on a VeggieTales t-shirt. It's Larry the Cucumber and it says, cool as a cucumber. And he's got like this awful haircut that my wife gave him (laughs) where she tried to do a straight line across his forehead. Oh, funny. I gotta see that. It's not exactly a straight line, but he just looks adorable. That's hilarious. The time does fly fast, but I am so proud of the man he's become. We're talking about Facebook memories and how it just takes you back, especially with the kids in your life. Mm -hmm. And I am super annoying. I can't just get the Facebook memories of my 11 nieces and nephews when they were little and like, oh, look, I have to text them. So I screenshot it and I immediately (laughs) text the screenshot to whatever niece or nephews in the photo. Yeah. And then I usually text it to their mom, too. And like, so they get one probably at least every other day, if not four or five times a week. But it just I think it's good for my nieces, especially the ones that grew up real close to me. To remember how much time we spent together Mm -hmm. before I got uncool to them. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, there is an item of clothing that I did not know existed until I was today years old. And all I could think of is, where have you been all my life? (laughs) And it is called the nap dress. And apparently it's, uh, it's been trademarked by this company called Hill house. And it's basically kind of like a, a Victorian it's like smocked at the top and long on the bottom. And I guess it's so cute and like perfect for summer, but yet so comfortable you can nap in it. What's it look so, like when you rise from your nap? Oh, very cute. Like <laughs> it's you not look a wrinkled like mess. Easy breezy. Uh, yeah, I think there's enough mm. ruffling and and um pattern oh, on the skirt it. <laughs> that it hides the wrinkles that you would get while you're napping. So I, I've already popped on Amazon, even though I said I would never buy a dress on Amazon again. <laughs> I'm already looking around for nap dresses. <laughs> Okay, so we've talked about this before. You just uh, talked about a minute ago, ordering stuff on Amazon. Mm -hmm. I ordered something on Amazon, the article of clothing, and you always tease about how guys can order on Amazon. It's no big deal. And ladies have trouble. Um, Yeah, I ordered something, and let's just say it was cartoonish, clownish how it fit. We'll talk about Uh it next. Okay, ladies, guys, they don't always strike gold when they order clothing on Amazon. Really? I ordered a pair of pants. I thought they'd be cool for the summer. Like if Tracy and I go out to like, I don't know, dinner on a deck or something, I went to get a pair of linen pants. So I ordered a pair of linen pants in my size. I put them on. I look like MC Hammer. (laughs) Oh, really? (laughs) They are massive. Like they hang up like... 
almost down to my knees. <laughs> the other thing that's funny about you even trying linen pants yeah. is every time you wear a linen shirt to the radio station, every time yeah. you whine and complain about I how do. wrinkled it got by your seatbelt. <laughs> right. By the time like, you get to work, it's a mess. I just iron this. Look at me now. Why do I even bother? I look like a slob. <laughs> I'm like, that's how linen looks. So just say no to the pants. <laughs> So I I think we warn our kids all the time, be careful what you post. But this is a warning to anyone. I don't know if this is how the universe works, but be careful what you post because it may just come true. (laughs) We're going to talk about that next. We tell our kids endlessly, be very careful about what you post on social media, right? Oh, yeah. This is for the adults. Be very careful about what you post on social media because I don't know how your life works, but if I post something trying to be funny, usually it'll come back at me, Uh right? I've said that about prayer. Like if I pray for patience... God's going to give me plenty of opportunities to learn yeah. how to be patient, which I really don't feel like doing. I'd rather just fast forward to the patient part. But I posted this. Here's what it said. I do not have ducks. I do not have a row. I have squirrels, and they're behaving like they're at a rave. Ha, 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 ha. Right? That's really funny. Like, oh, my life is so hectic and chaotic. It's like squirrels at a rave, not ducks in a row. That was posted, like I said, at a point where, you know what? The ducks, honestly, were pretty much in a row. Fast forward to last night, the squirrels were having their way. It was craziness <laughs> at my house. There was uh, one one daughter was, we were helping her with, she was buying a first first car on her own in another city, and we're trying to help her with the, the paperwork and all kinds of stuff with that. So we're on the phone with her constantly. Our son, who's a, mu- a musician, he was out on the road traveling, going to some places where there might have been some rough weather headed, so we're worried about that. And then our other kid was having these relationship problems. And it's all by like I said, when I posted that, none of that was going on. I post it, boom, wheels wheels off the cart. Squirrels at a rave. Squirrels going crazy. Wow. (laughs) Parenting is so hard and it's never over. Oh yeah. That's a Tracy it's funny you said Tracy said that when head hit the pillow last night. She's like I thought by this time the parenting thing would have gotten a lot easier. She's like, it's more expensive and higher stress than it ever was (laughs) when they were little. So if you have toddlers right now that are driving you nuts, I wish I could give you some hope. (laughs) (laughs) Get ready for the rave. But but I cannot. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Do you truly enjoy being alone? You know, having time to yourself. Sometimes, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, this lady sure does. Beatrice spent 500 days living in isolation in an underground cave in Spain. It was an experiment to study our internal clock and how we react to extreme isolation. (laughs) She was Gollum. (laughs) Yeah, she was. Scientists watched her the whole time, but she had no contact with anyone. She had two GoPros so they could see her. Uh, Beatrice was 48 when she started, Mm. celebrated two birthdays in there. Now she's 50. But she didn't actually know it was her birthday She didn't have clocks or calendars, and she stopped trying to keep track around day 65. She never showered the whole time. What's crazy? She loved it and was sad when it was over. She couldn't (laughs) believe it had already been 500 days. She hadn't showered. She was like Lazarus. Lazarus. Yeah. What's that smell? (laughs) It's funny because I don't... I don't normally say things like this, but maybe it shows what we we need people and we need sunshine and fresh air. She looked to me way older than 50. Hmm. But you know what? There were no mirrors down there, so she didn't care. Didn't matter, no. And she hadn't showered in two years, so maybe that was maybe who's, just grime on her face. Who's going to see me? I don't care. Yeah, she said she, was, she knitted and read 60 books 
And she was going to write a book, but she supposedly ran out of time. (laughs) (laughs) It shows we can all make excuses for everything.